He's supposed to be 41. Do I look like that? <laughs> and Steve kind of brushed it off. I didn't even say anything. He just started he just screaming. looked at me like, ooh, I'm not going to answer this because I'm going to say yes. Hey, this is Mike. And this is Steve. And we don't know what we're doing. Each week we pick a different topic that we don't know a whole lot about, and then we spend some time trying to figure our way through that topic. The mazes of life. Yes. And this week we're talking about uh, we don't know why we're here. which Like in on, in, on planet Earth? No. More specifically, uh, I would say kind of you and I, we don't know why we're here in Silicon Valley. Okay. I mean... Because you got a job here. That's well, why we're here. Well, yes. But I think I think this is... <laughs> the title is uh, a bit introspective, I guess. Because... Mm. Uh, so basically, um, we moved up here from LA several years ago uh, because I got a, a job. And the idea was uh, it was a new direction for us, um, kind of in our relationship. And it was a new job for me. The thought was, let's go to Silicon Valley. Let's see what this does for our future. And... Because we were kind of getting, there were things that were upsetting us about LA, I think. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I, I feel like uh, at, now that we've been away for so long, I feel like I can comfortably say I didn't love my time in LA because I was always settling for things that I thought I could really afford. And I never really had a goal or a path to get to a life that I would be comfortable with there. Hmm. And I don't mean like in a form of wealth. I mean more in a form of, um, you know, what did I want to do with my career there? I didn't really have a, a goal of like what part of town I even wanted to live in. I was always just settling. Not and, Beverly Hills? No, well, no. Bel Air? I wouldn't ever want to live there you, anyway. You could be the Prince of Bel Air? You could be the... Fresh? You can be the rotten queen of El, Bel Air. Of El Air? El Air. <laughs> so... Basically, we came up here thinking like, you know, I think the new job was kind of a new possibility for us. And, you know, I think it's definitely opened a lot of doors. We've met some great people up here. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's different now than I thought it would be. What do you think, Mike? It's Is it different than you thought it would be? Well, I didn't really have any expectations uh, coming up here. No. Now it's just going to be a new experience, different yeah. place. Yeah. And uh, it was funny because right after we moved out here, uh, in L.A., it's very much like, oh, I'm in the biz and the biz, 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 mm -hmm. and showbiz or yeah. like TV, whatever, entertainment industry. And coming here, it's the same thing, but in a different sector because now it's like, oh, yeah, you know, my Google, blah, 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 or, you know, whatever. Right. All the different tech companies or this startup or, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. Um, so – Different, but s still similar. Yeah, it's kind of like, well, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's it, it, I, I never really thought of it that way, but it's an interesting correlation because in both sort of cities mm -hmm. or population areas, it's definitely uh, what you do kind of defines you. Mm -hmm. And in LA, it was kind of, if you weren't in the industry, then, oh, mm -hmm. okay, I guess. Okay. But what else do you do? 
And up here, it's, you know, well, what do you do? And it's not necessarily one industry, but it's kind of everybody's really interested in what everybody does. Hmm. Yeah. Is that because they want to hire, you know, hire you if you do something that... <laughs> Maybe. Uh, or poach you. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah, could be. Maybe. But anyway, I think, I think what you and I have come to realize is that it's not exactly the way that... Well, it's definitely not the way I thought it would be up here. And what did you think it was going to be? I don't really know, to be honest. I thought uh, I thought I would be a lot happier up here in a way. Yeah. I thought. Well, you're that, you're closer uh, to your family. Yeah, and I mean that is my biggest thing here. My family's from. I, I grew up in the Bay. My family's here. I love being near my family. That's awesome. Um, but I guess it was just one of those things where maybe it's because I I moved away from the Bay. I moved to L.A. when I was 21. And then I spent like 12 years there. So maybe it's in my mind. I was thinking things would go back to the way that they were when I left 12 years before. And Hmm. things are very different when you're 21 versus when you're, you know, 33 (laughs) or 32 or however old we were. So I don't know. It's just uh, anyways, (laughs) it's different than I thought it would be. And uh and then another way, um, a lot of the stuff that we kind of left LA for, like the traffic mm-hmm. and other things like that, that would get us cranky, yeah, has come here now. And I have to say, it's almost worse here in a lot of ways because mm-hmm. in LA, even though there's traffic, it's almost always moving, yeah. you know. And you can always find like some side street. You may not get there faster, but you're not. You you won't have to sit in it. And here, I feel like three times in the last month I can count where I literally just sat on the freeway as if it were a parking lot for at least 10 or 15 minutes. Hmm. So yeah, I feel like you're right there. A lot of those things that I was aiming to escape from LA, uh, (laughs) we've just kind of fallen into a different kind of trap of it here. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't say like, uh, I wouldn't, if I could go back in time, I don't think I would change it. I I really like, uh, the life we've built here. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just kind of, uh, I feel that I'm not really sure where we're going, you know? Like, I know where you and I are going together, but yeah. but where are we going in life? And this has all kind of come to this process that you and I have started, which is, and we've mentioned this on the show a couple of times, about, um, you know... Looking for a house. Looking for a house. And, you know, it's kind of like this big American goal or whatever uh, for different lots of different reasons. Would you just, say it's part of the American dream? Yes, I would say it definitely is. Owning a home is definitely a part of the American dream. But uh, I think as the media has pointed out and statistically has pointed out, and now just for you and I point out, that American dream is not quite as attainable as everybody thought or as maybe it was at least for not previous generations. Yes, at least not here. That's ex- that's exactly that's exactly it. So I think that's what is kind of getting to me about this. Like, I don't know why we're here is – to me, I had this goal of I was going to try Silicon Valley out for a little while. Um, I was definitely making more money than I was in L.A., and that was great. And it, and it sort of just made me like, oh, I'm going to be on this path to, like, my big goal of owning a house someday. And now I've been here, like, five years, and I just don't feel that much closer to it. A little bit, but not really. This is kind of like you and I were talking about it this morning of I just have this fear that it's like you keep – you keep working toward a goal, but that goal keeps getting farther away. It's like the the <laughs> carrot and the horse kind of a thing. Or it's you know? like uh, in Poltergeist when, um, what's, what's oh Joe Beth Williams? Yeah, she's mm-hmm. looking down the hallway and then it stretches. It just keeps stretching exactly. Yeah. We're never gonna get to Carol Ann. Exactly, poor Carol Ann. <laughs> uh, that's that's it. When we finally get a house someday, 
the house will be Carol named Carolyn. <laughs> That's it. Um, so maybe before we kind of jump into a little bit about, about this, why do you think owning a home is important? Why is that such part of the American dream? I, th- I think it's, the, you know, it goes back to old times where you had like a stake in land and in the mm. country, you yeah. have a property that's yours. Mm-hmm. Like this land is mine. I can defend it or whatever. Right. I don't know. I think that the just being able to have it, not so much as a status symbol, but it's mm-hmm. just like a accomplishment. Right. Of, I have a home. I own this home. This, you know, this is my land, my um, homestead. Right. Yeah. I think that's true. I mean, that's kind of, there is definitely something there's a bit of pride aspect there. Yeah. Yeah. And also mm-hmm. you can do things with it that you can't really do if you're renting. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm going to, you know, paint the walls or, you yeah. know, do about s- this ugly tan carpet. <laughs> I have to tell you something. So we rent right now. We rent uh, a place in San Jose and it's only 12 years old, maybe. Maybe. It was brand new construction 12 years 2006. ago. 2006. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this carpet in this house, which was brand new 12 years ago, is the exact same carpet that I think was in my parents' house that was built in 1980. <laughs> it's the exact same color so and they, texture of the they carpet. They brought it from house. your yes, parents' they house took it. and brought my it. My dad here. ripped it out of his house, and I think they put it into this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's a big thing for me. That's that's always been my big driver. Um, you know, owning a home has never been a, a key to wealth for me. It's always just mm-hmm. been, I want something that's mine and then I can make mine. And I think that's why, you know, when I think about our time in LA, where I talked about that idea of settling for something, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's kind of always like, I felt like I was always settling for something because eventually I would have something that could be mine. Hmm. And now I just feel like, well, <laughs> when's that time going to be? The clock is ticking. Yeah. Clock is ticking. Price is getting higher. Yeah. The goal is getting further and further and right. less attainable. Yeah. So um, Mike and I have been talking about this the last couple months about like, you know, what do we want to do here? Are we super happy here? And to me, my whole thing is, you know, I've, we're making more money. But at the end of the day, if we're not any closer to our goal of a house, then are we in, even happier here? So we've been tossing around this idea of, you know, do we move back to L.A.? What do we want to do with our lives? Or move somewhere else. Or move somewhere else. Can we move yeah. to Alaska? We, I mean, we could move to Alaska, I suppose. Anything is a possibility. We could move to a... I'll learn to like salmon and how learn how to cook salmon. Mm, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that was interesting. I, it's something I wrote down is uh, that's an interesting theme that's been coming up in our conversations is this idea of moving to places where we grew up or places where we've lived before has been kind of this thing. Cause I've talked about, um, you know, we live in South Bay here in the Bay area right now, but mm-hmm. I've talked about moving to other parts of the Bay where I grew up. You've talked about maybe moving to Houston before mm-hmm. we talked about moving back to LA, Denver. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And these are all places where We've spent time before. We haven't really thrown out any new cities out there necessarily. What about Toad Suck, Arkansas? Uh, probably not. Okay. Yeah, probably not. Where's your family? Where? They're in Arkansas, right? I have some in uh, southern right. Arkansas, yeah. 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 I wonder if it's near Toad Suck, Arkansas. I don't even know where that is. It's in Arkansas. Well, all right. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's funny because I feel like this is... Uh, I feel like this is kind of a struggle that a lot of people are kind of going through right now. You know, this idea of I'm never going to own a home. So what do I do now? It's kind of interesting. Like, 
I, I never I've read articles about it about this idea of housing won't be uh, owning a home won't be attainable for a lot of people but mm-hmm. I never really personally thought about it uh, for myself until the last year or so well I think a lot a lot of it has to do with like the land like there's just no place to build houses anymore yeah all these places are getting uh, you know what little land there is yeah. are getting bought up by all these companies to build like townhomes yep. or condos or whatever mm-hmm and so all the people are going to live there. They yeah. can own a box inside of a building. But... Yeah, but townhomes are condos that no one can afford. <laughs> Which is funny. Like I was, I was riding the train home uh, on Friday from work, and I passed the this like construction site in I think San Mateo, and it had a sign with a URL for the website for these new apartments that were going. Remember, I, I shared this with you on Friday, and it was a studio apartment. I think oh, it yeah. was less than seven hundred square feet for a studio apartment, not even completed construction, and they wanted it over $3,000 a month, like $3,600 a month for a studio. That is just insane to me. Like, just bonkers. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think uh, we can go back, or I don't know if we're going to hit this now, but, you mm-hmm. know, the insane thing, we went and look at, looked at yeah. houses today, and, you know, there were nice houses. Yeah. But, you know, the immediate, or they were all about $1.4 million. Yeah. For these three bedroom little ranch houses, two eleven hundred square feet, yeah, just insane how much things cost out here. Yeah, which are like some of them are the same sizes as my grandma's house. Mm-hmm. It's in Houston. I I can't fathom that house that my grandma lives in being one point four million dollars. Right. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah, <sighs> and it's funny too because. Um, <laughs> You know, like a lot of people, I think when you tell them that number, a lot of people's rebuttal would be like, oh, well, you just need to pick, you know, maybe a different city where it's not going to be your first choice. San Jose, Santa Clara ain't my first choice. You know what I mean? Like, I already know that my first probably 10 choices are just completely out of the picture because I don't have $6 million for a 2,000 square foot house or whatever. I mean, we can even contrast the, like, so we saw the $1.4 million houses today. Mm-hmm. When we were in LA, we went uh, out with Chad and Matt, yeah. and we looked at some houses. And we saw, like, what, it was just under a million or just, like, $1.2 million? Yeah. The one on the, the very oh, top yeah, with yeah, the yeah. amazing views? Yeah. So it had view. Okay. Well, I don't think it was $1.2 million. No. You know, but it, that was a much better house. Yes. Like, a much nicer house. Much nicer house. Way bigger. It had yeah. a recording studio at the yeah. bottom. It had all this land and on way the hill. bigger house too, way and bigger. It had these amazing views, yeah, and I mean and a not, way smaller price tag, yeah, yeah, than these little rinky-dink houses. Mm-hmm. I While agree. nice, still rinky-dink. Yeah, well, and I mean, then we saw another house today that was, um, I think, thirteen hundred square feet, but it was built in the forties, and I don't think it had been upgraded at all since the 60s. I mean, everything was going to need to be gutted in that house. Oh, uh, the one with layout. all the different rooms? Yeah. It was like Disneyland? Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> like, everything was walled off. The layout was strange. Um, Every room had different color carpet? Yeah. And this house was going for $1.3 million. Yeah. It's just insane. And they, I mean, it was a gut job. Yeah. That entire house was going to have to be gutted and redone. It was really big. I mean, it had a lot of... It was decent of, size, like, yeah. ...size in it, but yeah, yeah, it was not... And then we looked at a condo today, too, mm-hmm. and which was uh, in the same complex where we live now. Yeah. Different layout. I would say way smaller than mm-hmm. what we... Definitely smaller than what we than rent us. here. And, I mean, what were they selling that one for? 900 or something? Something close 900 to that. is crazy 
for I think a thousand square feet. Yeah. So yeah, it's just kind of crazy um, the amount that housing is going for. And I was reading earlier about you know why why are houses so expensive and you know are they even a good investment? And part of it is this cost and demand or um, supply and demand that you talked about. Like there's just not enough of a supply right now. It's definitely like a it's there's just not enough houses to go around. So the ones that are there are going up. But from an investment standpoint, apparently it's just like houses don't, most houses don't like have a huge increase in investment. Like it's just the inf- cost of inflation that's driving these house, housing prices up so hmm. much, which would explain like a lot of the places like in the cities where I grew up. I mean, not a prime location, not close to any of these big tech businesses, not close to any like hub of industry. It's probably, I don't know, 30 miles north of San Francisco. And a lot of those houses, too, are still just like the prices are skyrocketing, like compared to what they were back when my family bought them originally. And a lot of that's just inflation. And like, yeah, the market is hot and whatever, but it's just crazy how much stuff costs. Yeah. So that's why I talk about like this carrot and the horse kind of a thing. Like how, you know, it's like you keep saving and saving and saving. But then by the time you think you have enough, the price has gone up so much you don't have enough anymore. Mm -hmm. So. And then where do you go? Exactly. So where do we go? I mean, we did a little experiment earlier about looking around at different just cities just for kind of shits and giggles to see. And it's crazy everywhere. In yeah. California, you mean? Or yeah, in, in California. General? I mean, oh. outside California, things are definitely more affordable. But but your wages are going to be way lower outside of California, too. Yeah. I also looked up this stat right before we started recording, which is that um, in 2018, home ownership in the United States dropped to a lower rate than it was in 1994, which is uh, 64.2%. Kind of crazy, huh? So, oh. But that's in, like, America, like, U.S.-wide? U.S.-wide. Oh, okay. Yeah. And apparently since 1960, homeownership rate in the United States has stayed around, has stayed relatively uh, consistent. But now they're having a big drop-off in recent years. Hmm. So... I think this is a big trend. Kind of crazy. So I think this has just kind of sparked us to like, what what are we doing here? Like, what are what are even our options at this point? We're just working. We're just work, 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 work. Yeah. Yeah. But I think this has led me to the bigger question of, um, you know, we talked about why is owning a house so important? And, you know, if this isn't a reality, then maybe we don't get depressed about it. But, you know, what is our ultimate goal? If it's if owning a house isn't our ultimate goal, then what is the ultimate goal? Like world domination, world domination, because your brain. Does that make me pinky? Yes, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it's more just a question about, you know, what what else is going to make you happy in life and make you feel secure and confident and comfortable in life? So. What would make you happy, Mike? Um, snow cones. Well, shaved I th- ice. I think we can accomplish that. Or Slurpees. I think we can get you a shaved ice, even if we lived in a studio apartment. Again. Well, I have a shaved ice machine, so I could make that. You could. Maybe so you should make it after this. I can make myself happy, basically. That's good. Just find your inner happiness, Steve. Okay, my inner happiness <laughs> wants a Blizzard from Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to drive there tonight. with Oreos. Oh, I do. Whoa. Oh. Uh, well, I don't know. What about travel? Would it be better for us to just rent something forever and travel and be happy? I don't know. Not sure. No. Travel's nice. It's nice to get away and whatever, but don't you want to come back home 
to your home. But if you had a home and <laughs> you were spending so much money on it, you wouldn't be able to go anywhere to appreciate coming Ooh, home. That's a good point. See my point? Mm. Yeah. So no more roller coaster trips for you? Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to go to Cedar Point in about just under three weeks. And uh, I'm really excited about it. This might be my last roller coaster trip before my body says no anymore. Aw. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, if we had a mortgage that was like six, seven thousand dollars a month, then definitely no roller coaster trips. Well, do you do you want to break down how much? Like, we kind of got a estimate about how much uh, rent would or not rent a uh, mortgage would be, and it was what like four something insane. Like, well, I mean, it just depends. Like, basically, if your house is going to be like eight hundred eight hundred thousand dollars, if you're going to buy a house for like eight hundred thousand dollars. The mortgage would be around five thousand dollars a month, theoretically, oh, which is just bonkers. Yes, like I remember growing up talking to family members, and I was like, well, "How much does it cost for your house?" And they'd be like, "You know, nine hundred dollars a month or fifteen hundred dollars a month." And back then, I remember thinking, "Like that's insane. How does anybody afford that?" <laughs> and now I hear like five thousand. I'm just like, seriously, <laughs> really? Yeah, it's it's a little ridiculous, especially yeah. like. Yeah, Houston or you yeah. know, other places not here. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh yeah, I pay, I don't know, under a thousand for yeah. a two bedroom, right. whatever. Oh, so ridiculous. But how much money did you make in Houston, though? That's the thing, you know. Well, I would was not in a like career yet. I was just doing like whatever job, so yeah, I wasn't uh, making a whole lot of money. Yeah, I was just making enough money to, you know, pay rent and yeah. to do fun stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do. But I guess we'll have to find out. So I think this has kind of sparked us on an idea of we'll do some follow-up episodes as we continue to explore it and see if we can have others on the show to actually help us out. Because this week we had a plan to kind of more talk about, like, we don't know how to buy a house. And I think maybe go through, like, what we like in a house or whatever. But we've just kind of gotten into a bit of a depression spiral this evening. Oh, no, 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 no. I wanted no, to talk no, about it. No, 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 no. Let's, let's be real with down, people. My, let's be, be real. real with me, Mike. No, so we looked at houses. Yeah, and we came back home. Yeah, or to our place that we rent. Yes, and uh, then Steve started. We started watching this video about kind of uh, how to buy a house, right? And what are things to like look for? And, and then I started whatever. screaming at the TV. He started screaming at the TV. Yes, he got really mad. Yeah, uh, I think he had to take a time out and like count from uh, ten backwards. Right, and. Then he's like, I'm done. I'm going downstairs. And then like stormed away. Yeah. You're like Jackson. I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm going downstairs. I'm going downstairs. Yeah. That's he, me. He went downstairs and yeah, he was uh, over it. It's just very frustrating, you know, because it's like, uh, th- I, and that's what's kind of sparked me to talk about this today. It's like, we work so hard. We work so hard. We work so hard. And I feel like I've had this very clear goal of what I want to work toward for the last several years. And mm-hmm. it just feels like it's not going to be a reality. So how do you reframe your mind to figure out what's what's your next best thing? Well, then, I mean, if it's about the home, Steve, you, yes. can, you can think about is a home or is a house a home? <gasps> oh, I don't know, Michael. What do you think? Is a house a home? I wrote a paper about it. So you did? I'll let you... Yeah. Do tell. A... No, no, no. It was uh, for English class. Oh, we should dig that up and do a dramatic reading oh of it. Oh, my God. That would be I amazing. think that was the final. It was uh, what 
what's the difference between a house and home, compare and contrast. Oh, blah, blah, interesting. Because it was all about the uh, house on Mango Street. Uh, Did you read that one? No. Oh, you should. Give me a synopsis. Uh, it's been a long time. It's about this girl that's growing up, and uh, she's a little Latina, mm-hmm. and it's all about like house and home. Like she. <laughs> wow, you should write book jackets. <laughs> Amazing. It's been a long time since I read it, but um, it's about this girl who's a well, Latina. It's a lot of little like she's vignettes. About house and home. It's a lot of vignettes about like kind of her life and okay re- revolving around the house. And I don't, I don't want to spoil it. Cause okay, I don't, I don't remember what happened, but it had to do with like at the end was her house a home? Like, did that represent home? Or Got was it. home like? From the family right. or yeah. the people around or whatever. Yeah, I get that aspect. I mean, you know, I, you and I, I think we've definitely made a home together, even though we don't own this house. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I get that. It's a very messy home full of stuff that we need to get Oh, yeah. Of. I'm overwhelmed. Let's throw it all away. That should be another podcast about how you don't want to be a hoarder anymore. Me? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. We are not even getting into that. Okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's all the time we have for today. Uh, <laughs> credits are. Credits. <laughs> oh, my God. Clearly, we don't know what we're doing this week. No. I think uh, I definitely got thrown for a loop this week. And I feel like I felt like I wanted to talk it out. <laughs> and you're using this as therapy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I am, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Callers. Well, I did call you. I, I did say you were like Frasier earlier today. <laughs> 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 so we we're watching Frasier because Steve apparently wanted to go and take a trip back to the 80s or 90s. I don't know. Whenever that came 90s. out. 90s. Yeah, I know. Uh, and I, there was something came out where Frasier was supposed to be 41. And I'm going to be 40 next year. And I looked at Steve. I was like, Steve, he's supposed to be 41. Do I look like that? (laughs) And Steve kind of brushed it off. I didn't even say anything. He just started screaming. Like, ooh, I'm not going to answer this because I'm going to say yes. So (laughs) I went off because he basically said that I look like that. But I said you have hair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Derailing this conversation. I know. We have gone so far off track. There's no getting back on course at this point. At least it's uh, happy and not oh, leaving God. on it. And well, that was my goal. Point. I wanted to talk through it, but I wanted to leave. So you wanted to bring note. me up looking like old ass Frazier. <laughs> well, we're laughing now. Who's laughing? <laughs> me. Mm. Well, I feel better. That's good. Uh, Oh, my God. Anyway. (laughs) So, yeah, houses, homes. Yes. We don't know what we're doing here. Nope. So, do you think that, uh, do you picture yourself in Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley, in the next five years? Mm. I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. It's hard to say. Where's the tea leaves? Let's go find out what they say. (laughs) Tea leaves? Yeah. You know, you miss, uh. Yeah, like in Harry Potter where yeah. he sees the dog. What's her name? Uh, Trelawney. Yes, Professor Trelawney. Yes. The Grim. What the if Grim. you see the Grim? Well, then I'd say... You're going to suffer. 
Yeah, but yes. then you're going to be happy. <laughs> you're going to suffer, but you're going to be happy about it. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Do you see us here in five years? No. Really? No. Where do you see us? I don't know, but I don't think it'll be here. Do you think it's L.A.? Um, I don't know. What if we move to like Chattanooga? <laughs> Whoa, those are two very different cities, <laughs> Sheboygan and Chattanooga. But they both sound funny. They do. What if we move to St. Olaf? Chattahoochee. Chattahoochee. Mm. I don't think it's a place. I think it's just the river. Well, that's a place. Chattahoochee? I mean, a river goes through a lot of places. But it's... Okay, we can live on the... <gasps> are we going to have the boat? Yes, that's right. Earlier you said you wanted to live on a boat. Yeah, I was getting frustrated. I'm like, we can just get a boat and we can live on it. No and thanks. go wherever we want to go. No. Mm-mm. Although there's that movie that's coming out with Shailene or what's her name? Uh, Shailene Woodley. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to. Where get... they get stranded on the boat out in the ocean. Yeah. I don't want to live on I a boat. I don't want to do that. No. Mm-mm. No. I saw Life of Pi. Mm-mm. Did you? Yeah. Oh. I also read it. Sure you did. It's right there. Hmm. Anyways. Well, I think we've uh, done enough rambling about this vague topic of not knowing why we're here in houses. I think we kind of talked about we that. Did. Like, why Why are we here? I mean, basically, we're here because you got a job over here. Yeah. And I moved my ass out here to be with you. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Well, should we assign ourselves some homework so we know what we're going to do next? And we can report back on the show. Next, let's talk about like the process of buying a house. I think that's a good idea. We know a lot of friends who've bought houses, and maybe we can talk about how it was scary or what they did to make that happen. Yeah, and if y'all have any um, insight or y'all want to have, if y'all have any funny stories about or any interesting stories about buying a house or the process of purchasing a house, like let us know. Yeah, or if you want to just send us money to buy a house, that'd be good too. <laughs> You I will take a, donations. A GoFundMe? Yeah, I'll set up a GoFundMe. Yeah. Steve and Mike are not making any money on the podcast because they're not trying. So <laughs> give them money here to buy a house. <laughs> I love this idea. Yes. We'll be in a house in no time. Problem solved. <laughs> Here's our path to home ownership. <laughs> Lovely. All right. Well, yeah, I think that's a good idea. We'll have some people on and kind of talk about how did they done it. Yeah. How did they done it? How did they done do that? How did they done do that? She already done her hers. <laughs> All right. Should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. All right. Music for the show is by Adi Goldstein, Dimitri Banoff, and vocals for our opening theme song are by Chad and Selmo. Thanks, Chad. Thanks to everybody for liking, subscribing, listening. Send us feedback. Contact at MikeAndSteveShow.com. And until then, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>